In the article, What is Web 3.0 and Why It Matters? Fabric Venture Partners, Max Merckx and Richard Muirhead wrote that whereas Web 2.0 was driven by the advent of mobile, social, and cloud, Web 3.0 is built largely on three layers of technological innovation edge computing, decentralized data networks, and artificial intelligence. They also postulated that the shift to Web 3.0 is spreading the data center out to the edge. Large legacy data centers are being supplemented by a multitude of powerful computing resources spread across phones, computers, appliances, sensors, and vehicles, which are forecast to produce and consume 160 times more data in 2025 as compared to 2010. Gartner analyst Aviva Litan says Web 3.0 will transform us from Web 2.0's monetization via surveillance capitalism and advertising to monetization built directly into the protocol that is equally available to any any connected user. In today's podcast for Future CIO, we speak to Ulysses T, Head of Application Services Asia Service Center for Sun Life Financial, for his take on where Web 3.0 will take the enterprise and how IT leaders will drive the adoption of Web 3.0 in the enterprise. Yuli, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Very happy to be here, Alan. Thanks for having me. Pleasure is all mine. Now, let's start off. What is your view as far as Web 3.0? I'm extremely excited about the new wave of technologies that make up Web 3.0, Alan, the impact that it will have on the business world and its potential in forming the next iteration of the internet. You mentioned a few of them earlier, you know, the principle of decentralization. You know, we're talking about decentralized autonomous organization, decentralized finance, for example, uh, very close to, you know, the industry that I am in. The metaverses, we've heard a lot about it, right? NFTs, non-fungible tokens, and of course, crypto, which is huge here in the, the Philippines where I am at. And similar, you know, technologies, AI, you mentioned, but AI has been around for a long time. I don't think there's a common definition yet or language of a metaverse. Um, it's still a mashup of a lot of new technologies and paradigms. Um, but if you look at the history of the internet, you know, going back to the, uh, you know, 90s and 2000s, there seems to be a major wave of evolution of the internet every decade or so. You know, looking back to the introduction of the web browser in the 90s, you know, Netscape was born. And then in the early 2000s, right, that's when the dot-com era started really to, to materialize, you know, where, where, you know, a lot of the the digital native companies started, you know, Amazon and Google. I, I remember about uh, 10 years back, around 2010, people were, they did not call it digital yet, uh, but people call it, you know, social, mobile, analytics, and cloud, right? And all these four major technology paradigms, uh, when they mash up and merge together and complement each other, then digital happens, right? And that's when, you know, Facebook, Apple, AWS took off uh, during that time. So today, all companies are, are digital companies, right? Or at least people are have a digital strategy. All companies have digital strategy. And I just feel like it's very early stages of Web3.0. And it's a very, very good time to be involved. It's uh, I feel like it's like the 2010 for Web3.0. Today in 2022, solutions are still maturing. Uh, they're still being developed. And then ideas are still being formed. Right? So it's the best time to really be involved and help craft the future of the internet. We've seen a lot of interest around digital-led innovations in the last few years. How do you see Web 3.0 supporting calls for innovation that, again, uh, for 2022, that support the sustainability and resilience called by management? I think from a sustainability and resiliency, right? Perhaps sustainability may be still a question mark in light of a lot of the challenges with the energy usage of crypto. For example, for resiliency, absolutely, you know, in having a decentralized 
network and, and decentralized uh, infrastructure and running on the edge uh, increases uh, resiliency uh, significantly. We may be running at 99.99%, right? Uh, if we have uh, replicated our code in multiple infrastructure globally. I think that that's a big, huge promise of Web3.0. Looking at it from the, the position of the senior level executives, why is Web 3.0 not yet here for, for senior management? Uh, I think it's uh, pretty early stages for um, a lot of people. You know, so uh, we don't know what Web3.0 yet uh, will be comprising. Um, it's a bit early. You know, I, I read a quote from Jeff Bezos yesterday. He said he he hears a lot of people ask him about, you know, what's going to change in the next 10 years. He said that the better question to ask is what is not going to change in the next 10 years. Right? Because, you know, he, he said, you know, you know, Amazon in their case, right, of Amazon, what's not going to change are people still will, will want uh, lower prices. People will continue to like a great service they're going to want the uh, fast selections of items right so in looking at, at it from that perspective i think senior management needs to look at it from that perspective as well uh in with regards to 3.0 right what is not going to change with 3.0 is decentralization for example it's a part, multiple participation from mil multiple people permissionless it's another key tenet of web 3.0 a trustless is another key tenet of 3.0 and so if you, we can plan around those uh, key tenets of um, web 3.0 then i think it will not be too early for a board of directors and senior management to be start planning around this uh, new wave of technologies. From your perspective, where do you see are the low-hanging use cases of Web 3.0 based on currently available technology? I think marketing is typically an early adopter. Uh, you see it already today, Alan, where some brands are already launching marketing campaigns and even virtual products in the metaverse. I think work from home would be a huge adopter uh, and driver of Web3.0. I see the gig economy, for example, thriving uh, in this scenario. Microsoft, of course, is working on the enterprise metaverse today. You know, Zoom and Teams are already acting as proxies for uh, Web3.0 today. In the finance world, I think KYC and payments are, uh, you know, ripe and ready for mass adoption. It's still very early. The individual technologies on their own have a lot of different use cases, but I think it's really when all of these technologies start to come together and complement each other. And that's when the, the magic starts to happen. Always, whenever we deal with technology, the, the issue of security and privacy comes in. So how do you see security and data privacy evolving in a Web 3.0 environment? Yeah, I think the security absolutely will, will be a paramount uh, concern. It's already a, a key topic today in a lot of uh, discussions. I think the Web3.0 is going to contribute immensely to furthering the security aspects. Of course, there's a lot of still, you know, smallish, uh, you know, micro challenges that are there that needs to be resolved. The promise of Web3.0, if it comes to fruition, that definitely the security is going to be increasing. Uh, privacy, perhaps, uh, you know, um, when we're talking about a digital identity and a single identity for each person, right? Then you're talking about a, a more secure world, a, a more secure digital world, that is. But at the same time, then perhaps you may be talking about a less private world as well. In all of these developments, how do you see the CIO and IT leadership helping to steer the integration of Web 3.0 into the organization's evolving use of IT? To start with, I think the CIO and 
IT leadership needs to lead the discussion on Web3.0, regardless of the state of digital transformation in the organization. The CIO can help demystify and have a common understanding, uh, at least within the four walls of the organization, what, what it is, what it is not, and what are the initial and potential use cases for the industry and for the organization. Maybe perhaps a white paper would be a good place to start. And uh, maybe a prototype would help in facilitating discussions and engagement with regards to Web3.0. And uh, finally, uh, developing a strategy around Web3.0 would be the best value contribution of the CIO, in my view. We are at the beginning of 2022 right now. How do you see Web3.0 shaping both your industry and the industries at large? I think similar to digital, Alan, the impact of Web3.0 would be different depending on the industry. And also, you know, different aspects of Web3.0 will impact the industry differently. You know, you see huge and very early impact of digital um, in technology, in media, in advertising, in retail industries, right? And the impact has not been felt as much in, for example, real estate or agriculture, construction, for example, right? And with Web3.0, I think gaming and payments are way ahead of the pack. And of course, art is you know a key driver of NFTs today. I think similar to the impact of digital, the industries that have intangible products and services, you know, and perhaps whose value chain can easily be digitalized, uh, will be impacted the earliest and impacted the most. Also similar to digital, the impact you know will be different based on the aspects of Web3.0, right? Like so, for example, mobile had a larger impact on gaming, and social and analytics had a huge impact on retail and the advertising industry. Right. So similarly, I think trustless, permissionless, uh, decentralization, and other Web3.0 paradigms will impact the industry differently. Decentralization, for example, I think is a direct hit on the super apps of today, you know, where who monetizes data and monetization of data is a big part of their core value proposition. In the Web 2.0, right, in the current Web 2.0 state, right, digital killed the middleman. You know, these super apps are killing the middleman. I think with the Web 3.0, the middleman, at least, you know, that's the idea, right? Decentralizing everything it will completely kill the middleman. That, that's part of the idea. It remains to be seen what happens, right? Um, but creators, Producers uh, of content, right, will be the big winners, I think, in the in the new era. Specific to my industry, you know, finance and insurance, I think, you know, the impact of Web3.0 will be significantly larger to the finance industry compared to the impact of digital to the industry, right? I think DAOs, the decentralized autonomous organization, decentralized finance, and crypto specifically target financial products and services, right? It's a direct hit on our industry. I think, of course, regulators will have a tempering impact, you know, to to and slow down this disruption and of course this is very important i fully support this to stabilize the industry but just imagining you know the impact of kyc right to all the financial organizations just getting rid of or at least making kyc easy um especially for developing countries right um that would be a huge boost to the entire financial industry once again yuli it's a pleasure having you with us on on this episode of podcast for future cio thank you for joining us thank you thank you alan that was Ulysses T, Head of Application Services, Asia Service Center, Sunlight Financial, on the topic of Web 3.0 and the post-pandemic data center. You are listening in the podcast for future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.